Hey everyone, how you doing? It's episode 3 of the PDG podcast. It's myself, Peter Doak. Looking forward to telling you all about what's going on in our world. We started our day today with a list. I had about maybe 12 things on it to do. And pretty much got through the whole the whole day. Um, there were a number of customer things to get through. But... Um, a couple of the things were specifically for us on in PDG to do, and one of them was our team review. So what that is is, I mean, with Anthony coming on board to PDG advertising in the last couple of months, um, I wanted to install a monthly catch up where we can talk about how Anthony's doing, how the business is doing. And not just that, that we can look ahead to having more people in the business and working with more people and having monthly catch-ups with them as well. can feel a little bit over the top whenever it's just two of, two of you working together um, in the same office. But but I think it's really important and it, it's an opportunity for you know us to, us to catch up and, and make sure that um, we're on the same page. And I think that's really important as a business. Um, I've I've seen I've been in businesses where monthly catch ups have happened, and they feel better than the businesses that I've been where they don't happen. And I think that monthly is too long to let anything go without bringing it up or raising it. So they're not in place of having conversations in between. It's just a real place to talk and go through things that we want to that we want to do so it was really good um we paired it up with some lunch from a place called time deli in belfast really nice um and we're able to go through you know what our plans are for the next for the next three months one of the things that we were talking about um anthony's very heavy on design and working that we don't really we save a lot of stuff to the cloud we've got like google drive and things like that but um, we're talking about getting a physical space to get those things, those design files held. And I think that's something that we're going to be looking at very soon to get a, an external hard drive or, or some sort of a, a system that um, allows us to physically keep um, files. Something that I'm going to you know, look into and figure out whether or not it's the right thing to do or not. Because I, I don't know, I think keeping things in the cloud means you can access them from anywhere. Um, I think as long as things aren't localized on one machine... I think the principle of um, you know disaster recovery is 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 covered with that I think, but that's something that we'll work out that we'll work out in in time. So again, today we were and it's likely to be a common feature of this podcast that we were checking up on our adverts for our customers, and one of our relatively new customers. Um, we're installing some remarketing adverts for them on Facebook. So whenever you go to their website, these adverts then show up on your news feeds and elsewhere across the internet um, to entice you back to the website. Specifically in this case, to draw you back in order to get um, your email, to get access to your email um, in order to remarket again um, via email. It's a very successful way of of bringing in those revenue dollars for our our customers but in this case the remarketing average weren't working so the facebook account the facebook pixel that we installed is very new 
Um, it's been collecting data for maybe 15 days or so. Um, says it has an audience of about 40,000 in it right now, and you would expect that to be quite easy to upload into Facebook, but something's going on with it that means that we're putting the ads out and we're getting them approved and the audience is um, created um, and what's called ready, but it's not actually firing. And so what we did this time was we have a um, line into Facebook to their chat system for business resource help. Everybody really has that um, with uh, their, um, if, they go to, if you Google Facebook business resources and you're tenacious enough, you can find the chat. Um, support in there and um, talking with very nice um, support person called Nina um, it's likely that they're actually down in Dublin and um, where they're providing that chat from but I, I don't know that um, and she was able to tell me that the audience is still updating it takes like 72 hours we'd only pushed the adverts live yesterday so we're just waiting to see what happens with that um advert set um and we'll see if it can pull in some great emails and then some great results for for that customer but yeah another day of checking adverts finding out they're not working and doing what we can to adjust to make sure that they to make sure that they um that they do work so today we had a really interesting um discovery for one of our customers and on one side it's really tragic on the other side it's it's good thing um, we're doing an audit of the emails. So a lot of what we do involves getting people to a destination online, like a website, and asking for their data, asking for their information so that we can retarget them later on. I'm sure I make it sound really clinical as I talk about these things, but the idea is we're, we're not, we're, we're doing it for people that have an interest in the thing that we're selling. So a great example is if you're interested in travel and you want to know the best prices of cruise ships and we can provide you value and provide, and our customer can provide you value by showing you, you know, offers on cruise ships and things like that, we, we will seek you out and get you to the website and get you connected up and signed up so that we can then remarket to you in the, in the future. That, that's a lot of what we do. So because that's such a lot of what we do, we see so many different setups of that process and, and that um, gives us, I feel, a level of experience on, on how that whole thing runs. And fundamentally, there's one thing that happens that we're always astounded by um, when it happens, but we've seen it so many times now that we're not surprised by it. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, whether you can be astounded and not surprised, but... Um, it's how it's how it is. It, it happened first in a business um, that I worked in years ago, a very large um, business, and we found out that whenever people were landing on a page, this was a B two B business, and it had a website. The website was set up so that if you wanted to download a case study of how the business works and how the business would do for you or for other customers, it um, asked you for your email address. And the idea behind the email address is that if you are going to the website and you're interested in what they do, that then someone in the sales team can reach out and, and talk to you. So we saw this happen and we thought, well, this is great. So we're, we're catching email addresses 
let's take advantage of that and let's send out a mail to the people that have um, signed up. So we asked, so how regularly do we contact these people? And interestingly, the, the person in charge of it um, didn't know uh, how, often we, um, how often we emailed the people. And that can happen in a big organisation. So that can definitely, that can be something that, uh, that happens where someone doesn't know something. So she goes to find out through the email marketing team and they're like, yeah, I didn't know that they said we didn't know that we actually collected emails there on, the, on that part of the website. Uh, and, and that, you know, raised alarm bells with the person that I had asked. And then whenever they reported back to me, it raised alarm bells with me. And we're like, okay, so we've been collecting emails and nobody's been emailing. And again, that happens as well. So then we ask where the emails go to. So what that means is you go to the um, development team and you ask the development team, whenever someone puts in an email address there, where does it end up? Where does it go? And they didn't know and they weren't able to find out. And, and what, they, what they came back with was, we have now started collecting them, but any emails, any, any email addresses that have come in um, have not been recorded, have not been kept and, and have not really gone anywhere. And that is shocking and it was shocking for the first time and surprising the first time but i have seen this over the last 10 years maybe eight or nine times where this has been happening where co companies and businesses have set up an email capture system on their website and people are putting in their data and it's just not going anywhere it's not even that it's not secure which it probably isn't secure but it's it's more that it's just not even getting to somewhere where you can use it um and that's why I feel that that's tragic. And this happened today where we figured out that um, n not so much that email addresses weren't going into somewhere on the pop-up on the website, the email addresses were being captured, which is good, but they weren't connecting up to the right place in order to allow automations and newsletters to go out to these people. So they were kind of being siloed off somewhere and ignored. And, and that is a big deal. That is something that we need to rectify immediately because whenever we see that happening, it's, it's, it, it cuts out a massive part of the customer journey. And I feel we lose people um, because of that. And it, it kind of undermines everything that we're, we're doing. So whenever I said it's tragic and a good thing, tragic that it's happening, but great that we can identify and say, look, that's not working. That's not working right. And we need to we need to change that in order to get you to as a customer to the um to the next level of what you're what you're doing. So I mean the thing that's in my mind is every single email is important. So in this case it was something like a hundred emails that were lost in the last two week period. Um because something about the connection between the website and MailChimp was broken. But that's important. That's a lot of it's a lot of people. Imagine if those two hundred people were standing in a room. Um, you would certainly want to market to them and you would, if they knew, knew they were interested in what you had to offer and it was just going number. It, it's a big, big deal. So it's it's something that um, that we flagged very quickly and that I, I'm looking forward to getting that connected back up properly um, with the third party that's providing that um, support and, and seeing how, how we can add value to that list and that audience and, and piece together that um, customer journey um, as well um, so yeah a, a very interesting um, surprising and shocking part of the part of the day today something else um, that's been um, happening is we, we do a lot of spending on Google Ads and it's not often that something surprises us but this did today and has been doing for the last couple of weeks 
Um, I've got a customer who sells digestive health products in America and the adverts that we run are on Google um, and we also do email marketing as well for this customer. But on Google, you can create you know, retargeting adverts that uh, retarget out to your audience that have visited your page but have not purchased. So that segment of people, that's who we're targeting with these adverts. And what was happening was we're setting a budget of um, $20 per day. Um, now, what Google does is it flexes up to double your budget at times. I'm not sure why it even does that. I'm not sure why that's a good thing for the customer. Um, but on any given day, it's never going to go past $40. Um, and across a month, it's never going to go over the overall um, monthly budget of $20 per day. It, it flexes up and down to, to suit your your budget to make sure you're not losing opportunities like it cutting itself off whenever you could have made some of the opportunities that you had to take it even a step back the idea is that people type in stuff and it clocks up a charge every time it hits your keyword and every every time that they um click on your on your advert or take the action you want so in in retargeting sorry it's slightly different because it's display advertising so it's whenever someone um, sees your advert or um, clicks on your on your advert but what was happening with these ads is it it was not just doubling the spend on a day it was like multiplying it by 50 and spending you know maybe a, maybe five hundred dollars on on any given day and it's really alarming because you know we're trusted to keep that budget at the right level um alarming to the customer alarming to us thinking if we're doing something, we're doing something wrong here um and then we've gone on to gone back and forth. This is happening maybe once every three days or so. And as soon as it happens, obviously you turn off the ads. We we turned off the ads, going this is not this is not good. What's happening here? So we went back to Google, um, again the chat support system, and said, look, this is something that's happening. It's blasting out our budget out of the water, and we don't understand why. And their explanation was, well, sometimes Google flexes way up. Um, but it doesn't charge you over 2x spend, and across a month it won't even charge you above um, your your overall budget. Um, it gives you, like, Google gives you bonus um, spend some days whenever things are going well, and that doesn't really work for us because what we're doing for our client is saying, you need this amount of money to make this amount back, and you need this amount of money to get in this amount of emails, and this amount of money to get this amount of clicks, and and we need things to be relatively knots and ones and and you know when i say knots and ones i mean in my mind that makes sense but when i say knots and ones i mean um clear and um not confusing and um logical and there's nothing logical about you know a massive spend now there's a difference between build spend and um visible spend on adwords and and i don't know if it's just that we don't understand it properly yet but um, I've gone I've gone through this with you know a number of um, friends of, of ours that, that work on Google AdWords and they say they've never seen anything like that. That's definitely some sort of a glitch, some sort of a problem because it's consistently happening. Um, I've went through with some specialists that we've hired out to, to look at this and see is this why is this happening? Because it's skewing all of our reports and it's it's not giving us an accurate picture of what we're spending. Even though the customer isn't being charged more, it's just throwing a lot of confusion. Un unwanted confusion into the mix of an already pretty complex process of, of trying to grapple with human behavior on the internet. Um, so back and forth with Google 
and they just say look it's no problem you're not being charged for it it's just we spend more sometimes and I don't believe that for one I think it's a glitch with the system and it's something that we need to work out so we're independently now working on these this advert campaign to see you know how why this is happening and how we can make sure it doesn't happen and how we can understand it in the future I sometimes really enjoy when things like this happen it means that we can you know break it apart and see what's going on and you know know better for for the uh, for the for the future but yeah that's something that's going on and, and look at that um, situation progresses I will do my best to keep you informed because I think this is you know something that if, if other people that I'm talking to haven't seen this it's happened to us there's something odd um, going on and something that we can maybe you know share and, and add value to your uh, to your AdWords something else that's come very um become clear over the last few weeks maybe not the last few weeks maybe the last week or so and, and i don't know why it's coming so clear to us now um and hasn't been over the three years that pdg has been running and the 10 years that i've been working in um advertising um or digital at least um we don't count our customers enough uh cu customer numbers matter uh and we're not we're not counting them enough and when I say we, I mean collectively anybody that's analyzing advertising or anybody that owns a business or especially e-commerce customers, especially high numbers of customers. We have been working with a number of different businesses um, over the last three years and not once have we ever, um, let me take a back step. So we create a dashboard um, that goes through customer progress every week. Um, it's really simple. It's on um, Google Sheets, which is like Excel. And we just go through all the KPIs and metrics that we believe are important. And over these three years, not once have I ever said, you know what's important? Why don't we take down the number of customers that we have this week and then look at the same figure next week and see how much we've grown. So then we get an idea of, of what our customer growth rate is, is like. Not once have I or anybody that I've spoken to thought that that was an important an important metric in that time of three years and previous to that I have worked with numerous agencies um, like myself way bigger some smaller numerous freelancers contractors like myself um, bigger and smaller um, also some really huge uh, ad metric um, tracking technologies and e-commerce tracking technologies. I've heavily used Shopify, heavily used Google Analytics, heavily used WordPress, heavily used WooCommerce. I feel that without being big-headed or in any way thinking that we're great, I, I feel like we have seen a lot of, of systems and we've seen a lot of things but the one thing that we do not track anywhere is the number of customers week on week. And for some reason, this has come up um, in the last week about three times independently um, with three different customers. And when I look at it now, it is quite clear that we need to be tracking this for all customers and that there's a mass miss somewhere in the industry, like on Google and even on Shopify, somewhere that's a, a real e-commerce powerhouse CRM. CRM it doesn't it doesn't show customer numbers it makes me wonder if we have if i have 
been missing this or I'm not getting out there enough and not seeing enough about you know how other KPIs and how other e-commerce KPIs work or if we're just so into it that we have uncovered something that's that's quite an important uh, growth metric. When I say it out loud, counting your number of customers sounds really obvious. It has just been a miss from any reporting that we've ever done. And I tell you what, I am excited about the prospect of including that in future uh, customer customer reports. Surely that that's what we should be doing, and surely that shows um, shows the growth of a business um, overall. So really exciting, and really looking forward to um, sharing that with. Uh, customers as we as we go forward guys that's it again 20 minutes on the on the pdg podcast and it felt like 10 seconds and i look forward to tomorrow's tomorrow's good friday it's uh easter um tomorrow uh not tomorrow it's easter sunday on sunday and easter this is a uh, thursday today so good friday tomorrow and upcoming easter sunday and then easter monday so um i think you're going to be listening to this in retrospect. So I hope you had a great Easter. Um, and I look forward to sharing more of the journey of, of PDG advertising. Again, um, get in touch, comment, share, like, um, reshare, whatever whatever you want to do. Visit our, our sites, visit our, our social presences and, and get to know us on there. Um, and uh, yeah, have a, have a great uh, great rest of your day.